0: what's so special about hero Bread's soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas these ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar fewer calories and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health shop now at hero.co
1: you've already found the best dolphins coverage in south florida or anywhere else on three yards per carry why not find the best heat coverage too over at five on the floor We give you insider analysis, but also from a fan's perspective. So join myself, Ethan Skolnick, as well as Alex Toledo, Alphonse Sidney, Greg Sylvander, and special guests for all the heat coverage as they make this playoff run in the bubble. You can catch us on all the same podcast feeds that you find, 3 Yards Per Carry, and also on our YouTube channel where we've got original shows, streaming shows, commentaries, videos directly from Zoom and the players, And much, much more. That's the Five on the Floor podcast on the
2: Five Reasons
1: Sports Network.
2: Let me introduce you to SafeCubbies.com. SafeCubbies.com offers modular office solutions designed to elevate your office space into a safe, workable, and functional environment. Their cubicles, dividers, and modular workplace systems can be customized with graphic branding, sneeze guards, whiteboards, acrylic sheets, and magnetic panels. Most importantly, most of the surfaces are made of non-porous materials which make for easy cleaning. Adding to their professional series, there are private room solutions as well as their classroom series. SafeCubbies.com is a local company with over 15 years' experience working with the nation's leading modular display manufacturers. Give them a call at 754-216-1071 or visit them online at SafeCubbies.com. Once again, that number is 754-216-1071 for SafeCubbies.com. Let me introduce you to another sponsor to the podcast. You break wheel repair and remanufacturing company. Tired of your wheels? Give your car a new and refreshed look by powder coating them with a new color. Even make it heat, hurricanes, or dolphin colors. They have 5,000 custom colors to choose from. Wheels faded and scratched, renew them with our in-house wheel refinishing. They also repair cracked and bent rims while also offering in-home service. They also offer powder coating and full metal refinishing on many other metal items such as outdoor furniture. U-Break Wheel Fix has 15 years experience based right here south of Aventura in North Miami. You can check out a gallery of their work at U, the letter U, Break wheel, Fix on all social media platforms. For information, call 305-748-0112 or you can also visit them on the web at ubreakwheelfix.com. That's the letter U, breakwheelfix.com. That number again is 305-748-0112.
0: Welcome to Three Yards Per caddy, a podcast covering the Miami Dolphins and the NFL. Now, here's your hosts, Chris, Alf, and Simon.
2: And we're on, and welcome to another edition of Three Yards from Carry. This is a victorious edition. I'm Alfredo Artiaga, Simon Clancy is here, Chris Kaufman is here, and I guess let's just get into it right away, and I'll ask this first question. We banked on maybe... Tua tonga would get some playing time this season, but we didn't figure that if Ryan Fitzpatrick plays this well and manages to keep the team afloat and competing, there's a very strong possibility we won't see Tua tonga all year. Simon, what say you?
3: Yeah, I think you're right. Um, it's whether or not Fitz can keep it up and whether or not he can stay healthy, essentially. I mean, he's running around like a crazy man. Mm um, taking headshots from Caleb on chase on and, you know, taking on blockers and all sorts of things, you know, and it's, it's fantastic to see when he does it, but you know, he's about 130 years old and you probably don't want to be throwing your body around like that. Um, because ultimately, it's going to end up coming back to bite him on the ass. But listen, I'll take it every week if, um, if that's what he's doing. He makes it fun, doesn't he? He makes it exciting, yeah. you know. And we we all know that two is coming, and you know the charges that their new era has started with with Herbert, the Bengals, the same, and ours is to come. But you know, if it carries on as in the same vein that it did against Jacksonville, then I'll take a bit of that because that was fun on a national stage. It was fun. And it's not perfect, but it was. Um, you know, you can't help but like the guy. You can't help but get behind him, and you, you only have to look at the teammates to see exactly how revered and respected he is by that Miami team, both offensively, defensively, and the coaches. So yeah, it was uh, it was very enjoyable, and he was um, he was terrific. Whether he plays all season, I think it's highly unlikely. But um, <laughs> but kudos, as the French would say, chapeau to uh, to Ryan Fitzpatrick on Thursday night.
2: Yeah, and what a great quote, quote he had after the game. He said. He said, I feel like the luckiest guy in the world. I get to run out here and play football with my friends, and they pay me for it. What he that's, the way it
3: that's the way it looked, though, didn't it? It was like, yes. you know, mm-hmm. you guys say sand, sandlot football. He was running around, having a lot of fun. And look, when that, those first two drives, that first drive was the best drive I've seen the Dolphins have in a long time. Um, you know, and when you can put plays like that on the board and you can go to the sidelines, 7 to up, knowing that everything's clicking... Then mm-hmm. that's infectious and uh, and he's infectious and that bleeds through to every unit. You look at Matt Hawk, you know, downing punts, you know, that punt that he had that literally, you know, landed at the one, spam back to the three. Down Didn't you have the two four. of those or something
1: like that? Yeah. Am
3: I, am I making that up? And that stuff's in fact you look at look at the way two of us react on the sideline and just laughing and joking and hanging out and you know, that 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 stuff's really important. Um, you know, you look at the way Justin Herbert took on um, that chief's linebacker last last week and and knocked the guy out. That sort of thing moves down the sideline the defensive guys are like wow okay look at this kid and it's the same with Fitzpatrick and the you know and, and the vets and the young guys they, they're looking for a leader and he's there and yeah more power to him
2: so Chris is that is are we at that point where maybe only injury is how we see Tua if Fitz can keep the team afloat and competing like hugging 500 the rest of the way
1: no i mean it's to, it's still too early to it's still way too early to say something like that because this listen we're it's a it's a great game but we're one and two um yeah and they they have in mind i mean things were on i i heard that things were very on edge um in in miami this week because uh because they were oh and two and they don't you know that's just not good enough for them <laughs> That's um they, they expect to be better than that so so the the expectations are actually kind of high and because of the high expectations um you know don't 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 put anything in ink yet um and we know that Ryan Fitzpatrick can uh, can be Fitz in in one game and then and then just I mean he's beaten the Jags with six different teams. <laughs> yes that's that that is that stat, that stat just blew my mind um and and so you just kind of wonder if this is just i don't know it's just one of those things uh and then, and then you fast forward one week and it's like you know he could be just throwing picks all over the place you don't know um i like the guy
2: volatile is the word for yeah yeah
1: i, I like the guy i i i've always i mean I remember Simon and I getting in arguments with some, you know, some asshats on Twitter about you know Ryan Fitzpatrick, <laughs> um, and, and just you know what, what's not to like about him. Of course, you like him. He's the guy can make some plays, and he's and he's good.
2: Um, yeah, like I yeah. wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind. I hate to interrupt you, but I wouldn't mind if he's here for for the next fifteen years as a as maybe as a backup for the next three and a coach for the next twelve. You know? Yeah.
1: I mean, he's definitely smart enough. I mean, you, you know that. So, yeah. um, so, but I, I think two things. And the second thing, what Simon already basically mentioned, which is he's throwing his body around and, and I didn't think he was going to survive the way he was doing that last year, you know, in the second half of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, somehow he did, he made it to the, to the end of the year and that's, that's fantastic. But it's just like the odds don't seem to favor him doing that a second time. Um, this year and and it's even though the offensive line is pre- performing better and we'll get to that but um you know so but here's here's something that i i wanted to ask you guys um because it made me a little uncomfortable we all know we all love to a right yes and um and we imagine him getting in there and making plays and stuff like that would you be comfortable with him doing what what Ryan Fitzpatrick is doing with his body?
2: No, because it's no. completely reckless.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, this is—I mean, we don't have the confidence in his body to do the things that Ryan Fitzpatrick is doing with his body, and yet Ryan Fitzpatrick is what hmm. yeah. thirty-seven. Is, is that memory. a check? Is that a check? Check yourself, moment. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because we're we're all like bananas about to a, being a dolphin. Right. Mm. Mm.
2: And let me, well, uh, let me, let me play devil's advocate on this. Russell Wilson is like that body type, I would say kind mm -hmm. of, a, you know, squat tank, like build for a quarterback. Mm -hmm. Russell Wilson doesn't take many big hits. He's learned to avoid them. I think that's something that Mm -hmm. Tua Tungvalu has to pick up and I like to see him do it. I mean, Russell's
3: never Russell's never missed a game in in, in nine seasons, which in a, in an and of itself is an astonishing statistic. Yeah, that is I think two astonishing. Things, I, I think two things. But he about has a knack. A, 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 he has
2: that knack, right, Simon? He has that knack of a yeah, free sure. hit.
3: But I think two things about it. One is that um, I, I know that Trent Dilfer worked incredibly hard um, in the in the build up to the draft. A, working on his core, which he said was very weak, but also B, just in terms of taking hits, and especially taking hits when he threw the ball. And he he said that he left his body very vulnerable to hits when he was delivering the ball. Um, And the second is that some human beings, the physiology just is, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Russell Wilson's physiology is just different. There's a reason why Devontae Parker breaks down often you know you look at there's a reason why jason verrett breaks down often there's a reason why jake Butt has three tornadoes just some people's bodies just aren't you know american football it it, the human body is not supposed to play american football do you know what i mean it's not Mm -hmm. you just just don't do that you you know there's nowhere in the the, there's nowhere that says that people should be throwing you know 300 pound men should be throwing themselves at 170, you know, Aaron Donald should not be running into Devontae Adams at full speed.
2: Yeah, getting, getting into not, yeah, getting into about 10 mild car accidents a, a game, yeah. not a good thing, right?
3: <laughs> it's no, not it's not a good look, you know. And if your body isn't, you know, built for that, um, then, then that's an issue. I, I, I think, look, you can look at it two things with Tua. You can say that the hip injury could have happened to anybody. And realistically, what happened was that he got his knee caught in the ground and then 623 pounds of, uh, of Mississippi State defenders landed on top of him. Uh, mm-hmm. And with the knee caught in the ground, two big guys fall on top of him and the hip pops out. The two ankles, I mean, they're neither here nor there. People get high ankle sprain. You know, Michael Thomas has just got a high ankle sprain for the Saints and is out for two or three weeks. The the, the only reason that Tua did it was essentially almost like a guinea pig, I suppose, to, to, to use the... Um, to use that um, tight rope. what's the tightrope tight uh, surgery that he had in his ankle, um, essentially to strengthen it. So uh, I, I wouldn't want to see him running around like that. And I don't think the Dolphins will encourage, you know, I, I, I don't think that when he gets in this season or next season or whenever it is, you're going to want to be seeing him, you know, leading Miles Gaskin or Travis Etienne or whoever it is down the field, chucking blocks at safeties and stuff. Cause that's, you know, you don't want to do that.
1: Well, you know what I found myself thinking as I'm watching Fitzpatrick, you know, take this sort of punishment is, is, like, at some at some point, Tua at some point Tua is going to have to, right? I mean, he is going to have to take hits like that and and you know, fight fight. I mean, there there will be important situations and you know, fight for a little extra and um and it's just you know, yeah, like sometimes. right now it it was kind of like kind of like a reality check moment, like. Man, I don't know if I'm comfortable with him doing that right now, um, but uh, but eventually he's going to have to. So, Absolutely. Um, you know, it's just interesting. It was just you know, you're watching these guys, and we have better offensive line play Absolutely. than probably we thought that we were going to have. I'm shocked by day. it
2: to be yeah. honest with you.
1: <laughs> so so I mean, because because that was part of the argument, right? Like, no, we're not going to play two of this year. Or at least some of the people that didn't want to play to it at all this year. It's like, why would you put him behind this offensive line? Well, this offensive line turns out isn't that bad. <laughs> it's it's yeah. actually
3: kinda good. It's this better year. than I thought. Steve Marshall's done a hell of a job, especially those yes. two, with the two kids. 100%. You know, and Jackson is you know, and even I mean, I even thought that, that Davis and Karras had nice games. Um, yes. you know, I think Eric Flowers is playing well. Um, you know, I think, um, but I think that's the best coached unit on the team currently. And, um, you know, especially with, look, I don't think any of us thought Austin Jackson was going to be, uh, look at, he's not Laramie Tunsil, but I didn't think any of us were going to think that Austin Jackson would yeah, he's be not Larry this Tunsil. far he advanced.
2: He doesn't, he doesn't have any penalties this year. No, he has no penalties. <laughs>
3: and, and, and Kindley, you know, we, I think everybody knows my opinion of pro football focus, but for Kindley to be ranked as the worst dolphin on the field the other night i don't know what the hell there. they were
2: watching man i that's, really that's don't just, okay that's i'm embar- sorry
1: that's embarrassing that's okay embarrassing. i know some I, genu- over
2: there and I, i'm sorry and i'm gonna get into that right now and i'm i, I want your input he, on this simon
3: he was the best player on the field the other night he was the it best could, dolphin it could have
2: been it could have been but i'll ask you this because you know it cannot be it cannot be roses okay so we're gonna get into the only negative that i saw from that game after breaking down the film the all 22 and doing this week's yard work episode there. I had to get my plug in. You could get that on the Five Reasons Sports YouTube site. I love this running game. I love the way it's called. I love the way they block things. But this team is begging for a dynamic running back that can make more out of what they're giving them. This is, they're not getting anything yet. Like, is it on the roster? Do they have to go get somebody? Uh, I think that's
3: a bit unfair. I think Gaskin's playing well. I think it's and unfair there's, there's to say they're not getting there. anything.
2: Like, like, he's getting a lot. He's getting most of what they're giving him. But, man, if he could break a couple tackles. The, the last yeah. run of the game, remember there was a 15-yard run up the middle? He breaks that one tackle, he goes 90 yards for a touchdown. Because there was I'm nobody the behind he, him.
3: He, was like, he was very good. He was mm-hmm. very good.
2: So, so you don't have an issue with the running backs group, or you wouldn't seek to immediately
3: improve Definitely, ha- Definitely add. I, I think you need a starter. And I'm not sold that Gaskin is the starter, but he's definitely he's earned his right to start this season, you know. And we're not going to, well, you know, whether it's have a Ctn or two. Che- has well, he?
1: Has he though? Because Matt Breida is playing really well too.
3: There's a but re- there's clearly a reason why Breeder isn't playing.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree, and I was going to bring that up. Like, there's there's something there as far as like whatever's going on between he and the coaching staff and he and the system or whatever it is um there's clearly something there but uh, think, on, uh on the other hand this is is, is this like a kenyan drake situation when he's on the field he plays really well and he makes plays
3: yep and, the and issues we're not you know travis Etienne, kylan hill Chuba hubbard they're not coming this year do you know what i mean so in terms of right. mend and make do i actually mm-hmm. think they're making do with a with a kid that you know, this time last year we probably thought you know, I liked him in Washington, but I think all of us thought it was going to be a struggle to make the roster. And, you know, now he's showing out on national TV yeah. and had, I thought he had a really good first half. And, you know, um, he's doing what he can only beat what's put in front of him. And, I, you know, he was picking up yards, catching the ball out the backfield. He was staying in, in pass protection. I, I thought generally he did, a, he did a decent job. And I think he's, you know, he has earned the right to be in the conversation then, shall we say, to, mm. to, to start.
1: Mm. certainly this year i mean because yeah. you as you're saying you, you only have you only have what you have and um and jordan howard you know i just just based on what i've seen i i don't think that's it um you, and you mean
2: touchdown jordan howard
1: Touchdown, Jordan Howard. You know, he didn't. He didn't. He at one point in the game, he had like a negative yards per carry
3: average, and yet he had a touchdown.
1: <laughs> yes, he did. He,
3: he, he might end up with like seventeen yards rushing and nineteen touchdowns.
1: This <laughs> <time>. <laughs> Which will make. Well, I hope so. BPs, I, right? I I really genuinely hope so. Um, but yeah, I mean, with what we have, you know, I I I like um, what's his name, um, Patrick Laird, uh, a little bit, but you know, he's. I don't know if he's really an NFL player or not. Um, and I, I like Matt Brady a lot. I think that, I think that if you're, if they're able to get over whatever it is, that's kind of keeping him from the playing time. Um, you know, which we also always kept saying about Kenyon Drake too. Um, if, if you are, if you go with him, I think there's meat on the bone. Um, I think that you'll, you'll be happy with it. Um, but you know, Miles Gaskin certainly belongs up at the top with Brita of this group, and um, and he's getting the touches, and he's he's doing well with it. You know, he's doing doing pretty well. I my my nitpick is um, is that you know there's there's a lot of plays where it, it's the running back's job to make to to deal with one guy. You know, you can have you can have seven seven on seven, to, and then there's an eighth guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I don't think that uh, Miles Gaskin um, deals with that eighth guy that well, um, personally. Or that certainly not con- with any kind of consistency. So that's that's my problem. Uh, we'll see. I think that I, I would like to see both of them continue to get cut touches and continue to, to have that explored. Um, but as you alluded to originally, I think Alf, the offensive line and the ground, uh, the ground execution. Um, the way the ground game and I don't I don't know if that's just Chan Gailey because honestly I wonder if it's Steve Marshall too you know as far as because if you look at the roles that he's had um, and and oh, players
2: it looks to me like the players love executing what Chan Gailey calls because it, it yeah. takes effort to get to the second level and hit those blocks you know well there's
1: there's a planning involved in 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 a ground game that isn't you know it isn't just it isn't just the the specific play calling it's the way you do things too and um and I think that there's I think that there's something to what Steve Marshall is doing you know and and not just not just in the way that he gets Austin Jackson to look like a completely different player um I think that uh I think there there might be something he might have a role here um in the in the ground game that uh is maybe going a little unsung um but either way it's working
2: out really well yeah, there was actually a play, and I, I regret that I didn't break it down for 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 YouTube. but Austin Jackson tried to hit a safety on a split zone concept, which is insane that a left tackle can run 15 yards down the field to get a block. He didn't get it, but he should as hell tried, okay? Which moves us to – and we're going unit for unit. Simon, how good has Durham Smith been? That guy's killing people out there as a blocker.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, he's um... – he is... Uh, we talked about it in the off-season um, and in the build-up to the season. Uh, he was... Uh, I mean, I haven't watched all of the All-22. I've only watched a, a portion of it. But there's... I think the play where Leon Jacobs gets injured uh, in the first quarter might be the second drive. There's a combo block between him and Shaheen, and then Shaheen comes yes. off. I think Jacobs yeah. gets his leg caught in the, in the turf. But just to see... They showed a they showed a camera angle from behind, and you just look at everything about his body, his hands perfectly on the you know inside the sort of breastplate of Jacobs' knees bent, hips that are everything about it. Look, and you know you're trying to avoid seeing Jacobs tear the ACL, which is really unfortunate for him. But just in terms of his positioning and and everything that he does, he, he then had a cut block either on the first drive or the second drive. Again, just absolutely took someone's legs away. Um, I think he is. Um, I think he's heading. Uh, I don't know what you guys think. I think he's heading towards elite blocking territory. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was nice to see him actually run around and catch a pass first pass of the game. Um, but I think he's a. You know, a, a, those two are a really good combo because Gasicki, you know, Gasicki's fast becoming one of the top tight ends in the league, and I think I think Durham's becoming one of the best blocking tight ends in football. So, um, you know, you actually look back on that second and fourth round pick and and think you know, there's two real keepers there.
1: Absolutely. I wonder about. So you know, it's interesting because we know that Gesicki doesn't have the best blocking prowess, and yet he's he's doing a lot better with it this year. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, at one point he was hilariously uh, Pro Football Focus's number one blocking tight end in the league um which kind of again speaks to you know oh solomon kinley is the worst player on the offense huh um so <laughs> yeah. you know i i yeah so anyway um, oh and by I, the way i don't want to just tear them to pieces I, okay but,
2: i will i will i'll, I'll add no, another we'll, one austin we'll, we'll jackson was the worst left tackle in the nfl coming into okay. this past yeah. week yeah that's okay that's ridiculous but
1: um so anyway um i don't i don't want to just spend all the time tearing tearing them apart um but I, I will just say, because Gasicki, because Gasicki doesn't have the prowess, um, you know, I, I've noticed they use Durham Smith in some roles as blocker that um, might otherwise be, you know, when they've got Smith and Shaheen on the field, um, that might otherwise be reserved for Gasicki, you know, some some move stuff and um, and you know pull pull type stuff and. and you know from the backfield yeah and and one thing i will notice and this is the one chink in the armor for durham smith as as a blocker is um he doesn't he doesn't do consistently well with that stuff yet um he's still he's still trying to get that when he's on the line and he's he's got to even pick up a, a defensive end or something like that i mean that's as good as i've seen you know, I, and that's uh, he's he's that good. I mean, he's and this is he's like a real reason why the running game is succeeding. And, and you know, everybody talks about, well, you want your own game to succeed. We got to get a new center, we got to get a new right guard. We got to, you know, it's building the offensive lineman. And everybody talks about that. Nobody ever wants to talk about the tight end um, as as being one of the reasons why the running game succeeds or doesn't succeed, but it's but it's reality, right? Uh, that's that's the reality of it and he is a reason as an on the line tight end he is a reason why the running game is succeeding um is succeeding yeah. so uh so i think that that you know all the credit due there um when he gets into the backfield and he, I, actually i noticed that all the way around this is the one weakness that i've seen in the blocking is you know on pulls and stuff like that and this goes for the offensive lineman too
2: mm-hmm.
1: they're not that good honestly um you know the offensive lineman or or even I guess our uh Durham Smith as an h back type um not that great they yeah, they're, they're good better.
2: on they're good on like iso combos uh, a nice ISO, yes. ISO, iso iso combo when they have to mm-hmm. double team people
1: and they'll cut the sh- they'll cut they'll cut people to pieces too um and that's Yeah, one that, of that flowers the new that flowers things.
2: Austin Jackson double team like they bury defensive tackles <laughs> with, with yeah i programs. mean the-
1: the, the, I think there's that's why I was saying like I think there's there's technical stuff that they're doing and that they've introduced and and I, that's where I wonder if Steve Marshall has something to do with that um, that that's helping that's helping create the the space in the run run game
2: well we're moving on to the pass catchers and we already talked about Gusecki what, what is what else is there to say the trajectory is up but Devontae Parker famously last week, Simon, he must have heard you because he said, I'm not getting hurt anymore. I'm not going to miss games. But he was laboring. He caught five for 69, which I think is fine for a guy that was running half half speed. Impressed, not impressed. You want him to get healthy. Would you sit him actually to get him healthy or would you just let him stay on this trajectory where he's saying, I'm a leader. I'm not going to sit games. I'm going to play even if I am a little bit hurt.
3: I mean, it's the impossible answer. I mean, how long is a piece of string? I mean, you know, at some point, if he can't get off press, yeah, you, you know, and uh, look, he's got a chance this week to to put up some big numbers against uh, a what, what looks like a, a, a an ailing Seattle secondary, especially with, without Jamal Adams and, and not great corners. But at some point, that is going to go. You know, at some point, and and it might not. It might just be on a cart. It might just be on a. And also, it limits his route tree. You know, that the, does not. You know, he can't do everything because. You don't want him to get injured, um, but I think he played well within himself. But it clearly isn't 100 percent at all. Um, but he's a big-bodied receiver who knows, you know, how to go up and make a catch. And you know, he is a good player. Um, you just want to see him. You just want to see him play a whole year, unhealthy, uh, healthy, or even unhealthy, but mainly healthy, um, and back up what he did last year and really put himself into that, you know, top sort of 15. 18 receivers in the league category because that's that's absolutely where he could be. He could be a top 10 receiver if he was just healthy and more consistent because he can take over games. He's got that ability. Um, but, you, you know, we're really looking for a guy to step up uh, behind him. You know, is that going to be Preston Williams? Jakeen played pretty well. It was great to see Jakeen get a reverse or a little uh, jet sweep. Um, more of that, please, Chan. Um, yes. Isaiah Ford continues to play to play pretty well. You know, he moves the chains. Um, and I was actually surprised that, that Gesicki wasn't uh, nearly as involved as he should have been, uh, you know, in terms of, you know, I thought he was going to get a lot of targets, uh, especially when, um, when the safety went out, wing guard went out. Um, yeah. But yeah. Not that, um, not that he
1: would be a good de- defender of Gesicki anyway. anyway.
3: No, exactly. No, <laughs> absolutely. Or anybody, frankly. Or any- Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, you just want to see him healthy, but it's uh, you while know, he can keep going, great, but there is going to come a point where it goes, and he's probably going to miss five, six, seven games. But it's such a brutal schedule that we've got coming up. You know, a difficult run of games when you throw in, you know, Seattle and, and all the other teams we've got up until the bye week, or up until the Jets. When you come back out of the bye week, you got the Jets, you got the Chiefs. You know, it's not easy. So, you know, it's difficult for, for us to see where he's going to get uh, any
0: rest, really.
2: Yeah, I'm just shocked that that he made that statement that I can't be hurt and if I can play I gotta play so uh, it sounds like it was mandated maybe from his coach like you it's know
3: it's words I'm- it's just words it doesn't mean anything do you yeah know I, mean? I don't mean
1: the trainers have a lot to do with this too I mean they, they they measure I mean they measure so much that we don't know about right mm-hmm. I mean they, they, do, they do so much behind the scenes um, the trainers do and if they 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 decide a guy doesn't go I I think doesn't go um so I think you know I I tend to agree with Simon that's just words um you know you you have to go out there and and prove it prove it and um and he's he's playing all right I, I you know I got a little annoyed actually like you know all this talk like Oh man, he's 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 clearly sucking, and I'm like, he just had a 15 yard catch, man. <laughs> give, give him the props, you know. That's he 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 got open, and um, mm-hmm. and he caught the ball, and he did well. So um, you know, we'll we'll see how the season goes. I th- I think the other guy is, though is um Preston Williams is is not the same either. No. Um. And, you know that's and that's just reality. That's just reality of being, of, of having torn his ACL sort of uh, midway through last year yeah what's, what's funny bad. is that
2: that Preston Williams was on paper kind of productive or mediocrely I don't know I don't know what, we, what words to use of him being responsible for 94 yards against the Patriots but I well, guess, right I mean he, he drew two pass interference calls so he was um, I guess just okay because you know there was no impact there was no touchdowns and I think hmm. only one first down conversion in that game Devontae had four in this last one. But let me ask both of you this question. I watched Malcolm Perry run a, a ton of routes with first team in what can be called a um, hybrid running back role slot receiver and into what could turn into a five wide receiver set with him in tight. And let's face it, gasecki's a wide receiver essentially in those sets. So why is he playing? Why is he inactive every single week? Can Can you – do you have an idea? I'll ask you first, Simon.
3: Um, I suppose it comes down to a number of factors. I suppose they've got three tight ends um, that they want to be active on game day uh, to help with the running game. Smythe, Shaheen, obviously. Uh, um I think Isaiah Ford is probably just more reliable. Um, currently, Ford also plays special teams in terms of tackling and stuff like that. I'm not sure. I wasn't at camp, so I don't know whether Perry was on the special teams uh, on the coverage units, um, you know, you'd like you'd like to certainly see him and Lynn Bowden uh, in there because they offer something just different and a little bit unique that the, you know, can just change the tempo of an offense, whether it's a wildcat, whether it's a pass out of a wildcat, whether it's, you know, just some of those electric plays that both you know Bowden did at Kentucky and, and Perry did with the Navy. Um, but the, you know clearly there's got to be some reasoning behind it and it's unfortunate but it's one of those things that fans like us we only really know 5-10% of what the reality of what's going on there's clearly a reason for it just unfortunately we don't know what it is it seems odd but clearly you know they're not doing it just for just out of spite there's there's plainly a reason why why he's not playing it's unfortunate but you know th- there's clearly reasoning behind it obviously
1: I think it's because he's small well, that's, yeah, that's, I, I, I think I think that's um that's it I mean it's the reason that well first off let's be fair uh in this game against the Jags I think they actually went into you know if I were planning this I would have looked at you know, CJ Henderson and and the guy on the other side and um and the the safeties that they had well not Josh Jones because he's he's a he's a big dude but uh, Andrew Wingard is a small dude. Um, and I'd have said, okay, we got Devonte Parker, we got Preston Williams, we got Mike Kosicki, We're we got big, tall, jump guys. We're gonna we're gonna beat these guys up with our length.
2: And we have our third uh, our third uh, tight end in Matt Collins.
1: Yeah, right. Um, yeah, so, yeah. But,
2: you got to see his drive block. I'm I'm pretty sure you guys already watched it. I'm the, the one, I'm the one. I'm the one
1: that I'm the one that put it on Twitter.
2: Yes, you did. Yes, you did. And and, and I stole it from you and put it on YouTube.
1: Okay. <laughs> Well, it's like, oh, you got to see this video. Uh, Yeah, I'm the one that put it out there.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Um, Matt Collins, I'm a fan.
1: Yeah, but then – so I would have gone against Jacksonville and I would have used size, and and that's what the Dolphins did. And so maybe that's the reason why Jakeem Grant didn't get very many snaps. But I think that that there's something, too, that Ryan Fitzpatrick has just never really – you know, never really synced up with smaller guys that well. He syncs up with larger guys throughout his career. And, um, and I think that that's, there's something to that. And I think that Malcolm Perry is a small guy too. And, uh, and so, I mean, just look at that, the ball that um, Jakeem Grant caught, right. Um, yeah. That, that, I mean, he's open like that. Let me just tell you, if you watch 22 or the all 22 and you see him on that, that, that comeback or, you know, that, that kind of route, he's open on that by like three, four yards every time. Yeah. And I mean, every time, if the quarterback has the, the, um, the, the time to throw it and the, uh, the sight line to throw it. Cause sometimes it, you know, it can, it can get robbed. if well, you're not Sometimes careful. you
2: can't see Jakeen.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Well that, that too. But I mean, if it, it, it can get robbed if you're not careful, but I mean, that's there like all day. Um, if you've got the time to throw it and, and Ryan Fitzpatrick damn near missed it. You know, he was having a great, pretty, you know, great day. But think of what – look at the catch that Jakeem had to make in yeah. order to, to get it. And, and I think that's because – I think that is because of the size. And um, and I think it has to do with, you know, the ability to see and just the ability to get in sync. And, um, and so I don't think – you know, Malcolm Perry might have a day, right? But I think that day is not going to come probably until, you know, much like I keep saying with Jakeem, it's not going to come until two is a, a quarterback. All
2: right. Now let's finish up here with the defense. Simon, they, they schemed pressure once again. They didn't really get it by any single sources. Uh, I think that Andrew Van Ginkel made a case for more snaps toward the end of the game. I think Emmanuel Ogba had that big win coming around the corner that forced Minshew into a sack fumble that Calvanoi picked up and essentially sealed the game but there wasn't the the pass rushing prowess by one single guy wasn't there again it was all schemed but one thing that did change gone was all of this man coverage and they played a lot of zone do you think that's mm. something that they're gonna start doing going forward or this was just a Jacksonville thing
3: I think probably just a Jacksonville thing just to confuse Minshew um uh, but also it, it speaks to to Flores' experience with New England where they just mix up coverages. One week it's man, one week it's zone, one week it's press, one week, you know, that's just the way it's always been in New England. One week it's five DBs, next week it's nine DBs. Do you know what I mean? It's uh, that's an exaggeration, but mm-hmm. you know, it's just mixing things up, it's making things difficult, it's making things difficult for Minshew, was expecting one thing and got something else completely different. I thought Bobby McCain played well. Flores came out today and said how well he's been playing on the back end. Um, and in terms of the pass rush it, what I thought was interesting was that our pass rush got significantly better when Greg Robinson went out of the game but actually it yes. came on Johan Taylor that's where most of the pressure seemed mm-hmm. to come yes. from yes. Oh, right tackle mm-hmm. um, which was weird because Taylor's played pretty well as well he has um,
1: he's been very good this year
3: yeah until that game um, I think Ogba's got a great chop uh, he really uses his hands really well just it sort of lacks that final you know he's, he has a lot of almost sacks um, hopefully he can get home. But Van Ginkel, I, I agree, his playing time should uh, should improve. He, I, I thought he did a really good job in sort of mop up. I mean, it, it's a bit easier rushing the parcel when the opponents are down for thirteen or whatever the score was. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Because you know they're pretty much going to pass on every on every down. Um, you know, so it is easier just to pin your ears back and know that you're not going to be taken for twenty five yards when you miss your unfit.
1: You know, it's easier. Uh, it's easier, Simon. But it's also let's let's credit where it's due because it, it's a it's a really important proof of concept to show that hmm. you can put away you can put away a team that's coming back on you that's trying to come back on you. Because how many yeah. times do you see that? Like, you know, okay, they're just going you know, into a pass 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 mode, and they succeed. They come back on you, and they. I mean, they. It's like it's like trying to stop a freight train. And um, yesterday, <laughs> and they, they do it. And, and it's because, you know, your pass rush aren't getting there and your pass rush aren't really affecting the quarterback, whether that's because they're tired or, you know, whatever it is. So, so like the ability to put away an opponent that, you know, is in that comeback mode with your pass rush, like it's not as common as you think, you know? Um, and, and so I thought that was an important proof of concept for them.
2: All right, fellas. But had you bet on the Dolphins this past weekend, if you had watched the pregame show on YouTube, I told you guys, I love the Dolphins against the Jaguars. There were three-point underdogs. Had you bet the Dolphins, you would have won. You would have won big, and you would have won comfortably. Here's Chris to tell you how you could have bet on the Dolphins.
1: Winning season at returns at MyBookie, and that's where you can get double your first deposit. Double your first deposit. Get in on the action using promo code 3YARDS, and uh, and that's how you double your first deposit. New players get up to $1,000 in free play, designed to add more excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. So uh, get in on MyBookie, and remember to use the promo code 3YARDS. Bet with the best this NFL season for your chance to win big. So your winning season begins today
2: only at my bookie. All right, that's it for this week. We will see you guys again on Thursday when we'll have a preview, Dolphins, Seahawks. But till then.
0: Thanks for listening to Three Yards per Caddy. You can subscribe via iTunes, on PodBean or your usual podcast provider. At Parker, our purpose is simple.